Hi, this is Karina Ganter's host of Behind the Pen. You're listening to the audio podcast. Enjoy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Pen. I'm your host, Karina Gantus, award-winning author of 14 fiction books, award-winning filmmaker, podcaster, YouTuber, booktuber. I run Author Assist that helps authors with their marketing and promoting of their books. And I'm also the host of the Author Assist show on the Artist First Radio Network. Well, as you know, Behind the Pen is for creatives. Anyone who uses a pen, you can be a musician, a writer, illustrator and the list goes on and as you can see for those that are watching the video cast those that are listening to the podcast you'll have to listen to the podcast and then watch the video cast after so you can meet these lovely gentlemen that are here with me on the screen we have Steve Beach and uh, Brian Mayer welcome to Behind the Pen thank you welcome thank you happy to be here so the first question I always ask my guests, and I shall ask both of you individually, um, what do you use your pen for, Steve? Um, writing jokes. Um, I know it probably don't fit in your typical writing books. We haven't published anything except for a podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, writing uh, jokes for, for a podcast uh, is primarily what we use that for. And the same with you, Brian? Yeah, I um I tend to think I'm a little more high-minded. I try to find the um, you know, the real essence of an excellent fart joke and where it can fit the best. Um, <clears throat> now, um, f- for me and my perspective, um, I don't think there's enough humor in the world. Um, the world is a uh, can be a crazy, daunting place, but it's also a place full of wonder and joy. And um, I want to try to bring more of that to. The world, we need it right, right at this time. We need more humor, most definitely. It is too dark at the moment. So, jokes I mean, uh, gosh, are you comedians? Have you always had humor in your life, or is it because of the podcast that you suddenly became these comedians? Steve, you go first. Okay, (laughs) um, I mean, we've always watched you know corny movies we've been friends for a long time we've always enjoyed you know sharing corny movies together and just the hilarity of things um and such um so but i think that doing this podcast i think for me anyway has really helped me to learn there there really is a craft and there really is an art to writing a good joke um brian is much better at that naturally than than i am i have to work at it a little bit um i think just kind of roll off the pen him um but i've learned you know i learned a lot and so it's interesting you know as i do watch other comedians whether it's stand up or whatever you know i realize yeah you know just telling a regular life story but but how you tell it you know makes it funny certain words or timing of things exactly. uh, makes it funnier than something else and yeah. and so when we're writing things for our, for a podcast you know it's like my initial reaction is like well that's kind of funny but i could write it better um so that there really is it is an art to writing, whether it's, you know, novels or, or comedy, there still is a craft. I totally agree. And what about you, Brian? You are the the man who just the jokes flow out, the comedy's normal. <laughs> it's normality for you. Um, it, it, for me, it's just being able to view the world from a different perspective. Um, and then having the ability to, to or 
working on the ability to convey that different perspective. Um, I walk around and um, the voice in my head is constantly making terrible joke after terrible joke. And every now and then one escapes and people remind me that they truly are terrible. And um, <laughs> so it's, it's an opportunity to um, see what I mean, just and... humor people. See, he's just talking and he's funny. It's right, just natural right, exactly. for him. Yeah. No, it's, natural. I mean? it's natural for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, certain parts of it are, but other parts are um, um, one of the things that I truly enjoy about, about this process I have found is the, the teamwork dynamic of it, uh, being able to play off of um, each other's strengths. And um, uh, I think in some ways I take this writing more seriously than I really should um, based upon the quality of jokes that I present. <laughs> but, um, but it is really, it's a lot of fun. And when things are, when things are clicking well, and um, Steve and I are able to um, to bounce an idea or rapport off of each other. Um, you don't it, even need the script. No, well, right. <laughs> the script at, still at helps because yeah, yeah. We, we we can devolve into chaos quite easily. And, <laughs> and, and uh, like, yeah, get off on tangents. Right, and and as I'm sure you know, um, the ability to stick to the script is is a good strength to have. What script? I don't use a script on behind the pen. <laughs> Script. I, I use it, this, no, yeah, for the radio for show, I do it. use the yeah. scripts. But mm -hmm. yeah. going back to what you just said, it's funny you should say about the voices in your head, because we authors, we always hear our characters talking, telling us what yes. to do, introducing themselves, mm -hmm. telling them they need to be in the book and we're doing it wrong. We've got to do it this way. And we listen. Yeah, no, we're psyched. Yeah, we, we have these mm -hmm. um, voices in our head. It's true. Um, and we listen to them. So you saying that you have these voices in your head telling you these jokes, um, you're a natural born writer. This is what we, we go through. So I would love to see you you try and uh, write a, a short story, a comedy short story. <laughs> I bet you could do it, Brian. I bet you could. You know, I, um, my wife has actually um, written a book. She wrote a, um, a Christian dating book, and um, like it was a it was a multi year process for her. It was very much um, stopping and starting. A lot of um, a lot of work went into it, and um, only now on the other side of it, she's really seen um, like positive. And the way that she she thinks of and interacts with other writers and, and new material now, she has a, a a, a deep well of appreciation because she has learned firsthand how much effort goes into exactly uh, of any kind yeah this is why I do author assist because there are just so many authors that have just published a book and don't know what to do with it or they really mm -hmm. really want to write a book and they don't know how to start so <laughs> you know that's that's why I do what I do but I, you should really have a go at a flash fiction or a short fiction because I think you'd be a dab a hand at it but back to the podcast I'm not going to lie people I have listen to the podcast the podcast is called vinyl word and you two when you said that you you work from each other I mean it just smooth it rolls you wouldn't believe that you were reading from a script or that you'd written the jokes out because it's just it's just so it comes so natural across and you work so well off one another it's like someone says something that's probably not on the script, but the other person knows exactly how to answer that. Oh, Karina, you're an excellent liar. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, thank you. I've never been called that before. Oh, that's nice. Um, so, yeah, so the podcast, this is, for me, is very unique, the concept. So why don't you tell our viewers and our listeners um, what the podcast is all about? I'll start with Steve on that one. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's very unique. We realized that when we started this. And uh, we're trying to find, you know, a name for it and a kind for it. I remember Brian telling me he looked all over the internet to find anything like it, and there's nothing like it. So um, what we do is, <clears throat> this is primarily my baby because, <laughs> well, Brian, both of us enjoy vinyl records, music, but I enjoy finding the weird, obscure things whenever I go to a true record store. Uh, like I, I found a record of Shel, Shel Silverstein reading his own poetry, which was interesting in hearing his own voice. Um, so just weird things like that I would bring home and an audio book weird. An audio book on vinyl we're talking about now. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're all just records, or they're you know just spoken word kind of stuff, or instructional records. You know, how to be a better cook. You know, how to be a better bowler, which is one of our more recent episodes. I listened to that. But yeah, you know, they're they're all records that were made in the 60s and 70s. And so the podcast is just about us listening to that and making comments about, you know, their thought process or, you know, how is it possible to teach somebody bowling when you're listening to it in your living room? <laughs> just, just the absurdity of some things. You know, and on the, on the bowling episode, he actually says you can practice this in your living room. <laughs> yeah, sure you can. If I you've am not got kidding. A yeah. yeah, sure. Room. Roll back the rug, get a bowling ball, set up some lamps, you know, whatever. So, but, um, so that, don't, you, kind of, don't you have a lane? <laughs> doesn't everybody? <laughs> right, exactly. In their hallway, you can use that as a bowling lane, right? Yeah, so, I, I remember that's he, was, basic premise. he was making it out to seem like it was the best sport ever and that, you know, it should have been in the Olympics. You know, he was, was just so passionate about what he was talking about. And you two were just right. taking the piss. I mean, can you legally do that? Is it that old? The the vinyl is so old that you could do that without getting into trouble, um, Brian? Um, we are very small. And um, yeah, I think these records are old enough that, that we have not run into any trouble yet. Um, and if we do, we will cross that bridge. But um, from my perspective, um, like these records that Steve finds um, are, are really fascinating. And the idea he had was, was great. Um, from my perspective, these records, um, they were all done with, with good intentions. They were, yeah. they were trying to fill a need, but that need was um, culturally specific, time specific, and there's not a place for these records anymore. And so part of what I view is that we're sort of doing um, um, a form of pop culture recycling, where we're taking this record that doesn't really need to exist anymore, and we're giving it a new purpose by... Um, trying to make some lighthearted jokes over the I'm, top of it. I'm so glad you said, oh, we're, we're just trying to do some PR for this record. Because <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> no, dear, that is not pr <laughs> No, no. <laughs> so, not at all. Steve, when you look for these records, are you looking for a certain age to make sure that you won't get into trouble? <laughs> um, yeah, we, we have come across... You know some Disney things, you know Sesame oh. Street things. We're oh, like, yeah. well, let's let's stay away from them, yeah, because we will definitely get in trouble. So, yeah. um, 
but yeah, I mean, I, initially I did find a couple. I did try to contact the publisher, and of course, you know, it's out of date or the company's no longer around and stuff like that. So yeah, so we try to find obscure records that maybe a brand or something that no one's heard of, just to stay away from things like that. Yeah, that that that's good. But um, you said it was it was your concept. I mean, whose idea was it to start a podcast before you even got the idea of what kind of podcast you were going to do? Um, it was kind of both of us. Um, Brian and I, I guess, to kind of... Uh, so Brian and I are big fans of Mystery Science Theater, if you're familiar with Say that again, sorry, so, I lost it. So we're we're big fans of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh. It's a, a yeah. show, yeah, where they watch old movies and kind of do the same thing. So, so Brian had an idea of making our own riffs to those movies that they did and he was like that's genius that's a great idea <laughs> and so um so at first i remember him saying that i'm not sure we're going to find enough material for, for these <laughs> podcast episodes and i have and I never found, been more wrong <laughs> <laughs> and i found Are the first one up, yeah so i found our first one more miss migs i found it at a, at a good little store and i sent him a picture of it and then, and then texted back and said i stand corrected <laughs> I, I mean until I I'm so embarrassed because until I actually That's heard okay. your first episode I always thought audiobooks are the first ever audio recorded things mm. out I didn't know that people did vinyls of recording their voice of recording stories um recording stuff when they think they're experts on something um I didn't know that existed. I thought vinyls were all for music. Or, of course, War of the World. You know, War of the Worlds. That's the only story right. one that I knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, um, I'll, I'll take this one, Steve. Um, one of the things that we realized as we began this, and um, when we began an active process of looking for new material, um, it just sort of dawned on us that these vinyl records were essentially um, a, proto, a prototype version of YouTube where yeah. people had um, record players in their homes and it was a form of uh, rep replicable mass media and it could be used for more than simply uh, music. music. And, yeah. and uh, But because of the rise of audiobooks, the rise of podcasts, the rise of video. Um, and Finals the, disappeared. Oh, um, correct. Um, and so there was this um, very, and, and, the vinyl records were not a were not the best solution, but they were the only solution at the time that they came out, which is why it's so amusing to us that we're learning to bowl or learning to hit a baseball or um, it, it, we're trying to track down one that teaches you how to sail, um, which uh, th these are all terrible ideas, but like it was the only way they could execute it. And so they did the best they could with what they had. Did you know they, well, admit it, I mean, were you like me? Did they know, did you know they always existed? Uh, not to the level of specificity, no. I, w I was aware that there were records that um, um, taught things, um, you know, like, uh, like the very first one we did were like Sunday school lessons. And I was aware that those records existed, but I was not aware of how to hit a baseball and some of these other things. And so there, there was this... Um, there's still this almost like childlike wonder when we pull up an <laughs> utterly bizarre record. And are you um, like you like little kids oh. aren't you? are so excited. <laughs> oh, very much yeah. so, yes. 
So what is it? Yeah. I mean, how long has this podcast been going for now? Uh, if you ask Steve, the answer is too long because he has <laughs> to deal with me. Uh, uh, we Steve, started around March. It was around March, March of this year. This year? So when we started. Yeah. Oh, wow, you are new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. Very newbies, much so. Newbies. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, we've been learning as we're going. Uh, I joked with Steve early that we were sort of putting the plane together as it was taxiing on the runway. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> With no instructions. Correct. Yeah. You wait till two years down the road and you listen to your first ever episode, you'll be cracking up. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I have already listened with uh, yeah utter disdain and, and sadness <laughs> that that is what we put out. I love it. I love that it's like I said, it's it's such a unique idea, and and it's very very funny for anyone who wants to needs to have a laugh, and you need to go and uh, listen to Vinyl World. But um, when when you're looking, uh, are you going to old record stores? Are you going to um, we call them car boot sales over here. I don't know what you call them. Yard sales over in the US. Yeah. Is that where you find them all? So you're getting them for like real dirt cheap. Yeah. Um, yeah, we found some at, at Goodwill. Always like looking through those, finding some things. Um, a lot of them here lately have been online, like at eBay. Uh, Pay a bit Etsy, more though, even, don't even you? Sometimes. Yeah. So there's another one called discogs.com. They sell a lot of music, but there there is a section of, you know, spoken word, instructional type records. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's a whole myriad. Of places Do you places have the old vinyl record. shops around still in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Yes. It, yeah, it, there it, are. Steve, yeah, Steve, I'll jump in here because um, Steve, Steve and I do have uh, a record shop that we regularly uh, travel to. And we've asked them about this and they have said, um, people people bring us spoken word records frequently, but we don't use we don't purchase them or resell them because there's not a market for them anymore. Now there is. <laughs> there is now. <laughs> there's a very 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 small market. Oh. <laughs> and two guys. Yeah. They say yeah. that if anyone comes in, I'll get you it and I'll ring you up and tell you to come and get the. You know, have they agreed to that for you? Yes, they have. They have agreed to that. And um, one of our records did come from them, and it was uh, it was quite enjoyable. Yeah. That's it was wicked. a Stan the Man. It was a Stan Musical record. It actually belonged mm-hmm. to the guy because he, he didn't want to sell it because um, he was a big baseball fan, but he did let us use it, which I thought mm-hmm. was very different. Oh, that was nice. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, even though you were yeah. going to be um, being not so kind to it, um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he allowed mind. that. He didn't mind that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love yeah, it. So uh, I know you haven't been going for long, but what's the the one that really, really sticks into your mind, uh, Brian? Um, well, for me, it was uh, Karate Moves Side One was uh, the first one where I really felt like um, our writing process was beginning to become um, more organic. And uh, Steve and I had learned how to play off of each other. Mm-hmm. And that was the first episode where we really, I thought, found an excellent balance between um, jokes that were written and scripted that we were hitting our marks and setting each other up for, but also allowing time for some some spontaneity within those and um, allowing just for some off the cuff riffing with each other. Um you know, like that was the one where I, I really, after I, li- I listened to it, I thought like, okay, this is like, 
even if people don't listen to this, this is something that I am happy to be a part of. And I'm, I'm proud to be able to put out jokes like this into the world. Um, I love that. Yeah. That, that album was um, utterly ridiculous in, in <laughs> almost every way imaginable. And I'm going to um, listen to that one. Karate. Oh, uh, it, it, uh, like, just to give you what I, what I, I call it a lazy book report. Um, I thought we, we bought the record thinking it was going to be instruction. And we would just make fun of people saying like, here's how you put your hands here or where you put your feet. And this is how you do a kick. And just somebody learning karate by a large seventies console stereo um, on their own. And um, it was not that it was uh, a completely different take. And uh, so it was, it was a lot of fun to, to have fun with that record. Uh, you can't leave it, is that? Because you'll get me, I won't be able to sleep now to, until I listen to it. So when you say well, it was a different kind of take, mm-hmm. what was he doing? Recording an actual karate lesson in his dojo? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was not anything like that. It was yeah. more of, you know, the mind of the karate expert is like this. He believes this and, you know, live, lives like that. It was it was more of a, just a generality, you know. Around um, the to, karate. How to think like somebody who's a karate expert and yeah it was so not instructional at all and there was really bad 70s music in between oh, no! you'd hear yeah what what was the name of the band brian that steve Linegar's snake shed yeah snake shed was the band okay so, <laughs> so he wrote music you know to kind of fill these voids I, I think i think the guy only had like 20 minutes of material for both sides Aww. and stretched stretched it out oh by God, having music. musical interludes for literally like 45 seconds or a minute. Oh my gosh. So, That's so hideous they even have an intro to. song to it, to the record, and they play that again during the middle of the record. And so, yeah, it was a lot of feeling. What like about Brian you, said, Steve? What was the one that really stood out for you to be the most crazy, unusual, ridiculous, funny... I think um, probably the karate one, but also the one we did recently was uh, about uh, the planet Mars. So it was a guy who was talking about the mysteries of Mars. And so there was a whole lecture series on different planets I found out later. Um, And so a lot of the quote unquote mysteries were not so mysterious anymore because we know it. And the planet isn't hot and it will not burn you if you land on it. Exactly. And just telling, you know, all these, you know, minor details that honestly, I don't think even scientists really care about. <laughs> so, you know, and just the just the guy's voice, you first start hearing him and you, you think this guy probably lives alone. In his, in his family, oh. Mars. You know, it's, you are so mean. <laughs> it should be called you. mean vinyl world or vinyl world no. mean. No, no, we don't spend all time thinking on it, but it's just. You know, no. the remarks he, he makes and stuff yeah. are just, you know, hilarious. So. It's obvious he wasn't a professor then. I don't know. I don't know if he was or not. I, I can remember. I, I know sometimes we'll read the, the the vinyl record itself, you know, in the back, the kind of behind the author kind of thing. But, um, yeah, like I said, there was a whole series of those. So, be... so what's the next episode coming up? Uh, we are finishing up How to Be a Better Bowler, side two. Oh, there's a side oh, two! <laughs> Yeah, so we're actually recording that tonight. So we've only done side one. Um, so yeah, so that's our next episode. Okay. And then, um, 
And then that's our last episode for the year. We're going to do a best of. We're going to go back through the other episodes and do do some snippets. Uh, It'll be about four minutes long. A Christmas special. (laughs) Yeah, Christmas special. Play some carols in between. Right, right, right. We sit sit by the fireplace, drinking some hot cocoa, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I'll have to tune into that one. Um, <laughs> so, so Brian, what are you hoping for for the future of this podcast? Well, uh, you know, I've thought about that a little bit, and my honestly, I'm very happy just to just to have the small little part where I'm I'm able to to make some lighthearted jokes and to try to to bring this out. Um, it's interesting to me just to reveal these strange records that don't have a reason to to be listened to anymore to try to to try to expand expand that and one of the things that I truly um, I do try to consciously think about is um, I like that our episodes are short um, they're typically between 20 to 30 minutes and they're they're never longer yeah. and we do that with intention because we want to um, to step in um, to just make people smile feel a little bit better and then to, to get right out and allow them to continue forward with their day. Um, like it's, um, you know, we just, for me, I'm literally just trying to figure out how to bring, um, how to try to make the world just a a little bit funnier. And just, if I can give somebody else that little voice that, you know, um, that allows people to just have a, have a chuckle and have a smile and make it through the day a little more, um, you know. Believe me, you do the, you do that, you do that. I was laughing, and if I can laugh from something like that, I'm sure many, many people can. And we do, we do need more humor in the world, and the podcast certainly brings that. And it's just so unique. So if anyone's out there and you love podcasts, you listen to them all the time, then tune into Vinyl World because it is something different. And these two just play off each other so well. Um, it's very, very funny. And when you actually, when you can listen to, because they talk a lot, when you can listen to the actual person talking, I mean, that makes you laugh itself without listening to these two as well. So the whole bundle is just so perfectly uh, put together, the whole package. Um, so, I mean you really need to to tell people now about the podcast you need to get it out there people need to know about you about the podcast you need more listeners more international ones you need word of mouth and and that's all I'm going to try and do for you get it out as far as I can to get people to listen um I I have to find listeners for my podcast it's not easy especially when there are thousands out there and new ones opening up all the time but having a niche like you do will actually make you stand out i'm going to send you some links to some groups on facebook where you can post up your episodes so people can see that and i'll do what i can to uh, help you get the message out um can you tell people how to find you brian uh how to find me how to Uh, find the podcast you are the podcast Thank you, Karina. That makes me uh, like I feel more comfortable now than I did just a few seconds ago. Um, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Amazon Music. And um, Steve, where else? Just about any podcast app, um, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play, Overcast, Castaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all those. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. 
Who is the main one? Who's the main one that you work from? Who is the? Like our, I, use, our I use Anchor. Yeah, my host is Anchor. Oh, um, ours is a uh, Buzzsprout. Oh right, yeah, okay, brilliant. So, so people yeah. can go there and and listen to it, and then click on if they want to go yeah. to Spotify, they yeah. can go from yep. Spotify from there. All those. Yeah, and, and so. it's just uh, what's the address? What what they need? Um, like I said, we're also on Facebook, uh, the Vinyl Word. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so Buzzsprout, uh, you can look on uh, the Vinyl Word W O R D. So we're on that, and you can you know we primarily. Um, seems like we get a lot of traffic through Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yeah, yeah, so that's where. Bands, but yeah, but they're exactly. but they're all over. I mean, any any major podcast app, we're we're there. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, you two are amazing. It's fantastic to meet you. Thank you so much for being a guest on Behind the Pen, and Thank I you wish you time. huge success with your podcast. Thank you. Yeah, Karina, thank you so much. It's been very enjoyable, and I've enjoyed listening to your podcast and your beautiful accent as well. <laughs> thank you so much, Brian. Hey, folks, you're listening to the podcast Behind the Pen. Behind the Pen brings you fun and entertaining interviews by amazing creatives. And if you'd like to support and keep the podcast going, you can donate via my Linktree page. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Karina Gantus, all small letters. Every dollar helps me share my platform with these amazing artists. Don't forget to follow, like and review the podcast. Your support means everything. <laughs>